Hey, it's time for another Parent Pivot Podcast, and I am one of your co-hosts, Steve Cummings. I'm Julia Cummings. And, sweetie, we, we, we turn the mics on, we go in real time, and I always ask you, what, what, are we, what are we talking about on this podcast? Well, I think we decided for today we were going to talk about grandparenting. Ooh, ooh, one of my most newly favorite subjects since we're, you know, relatively new grandparents with a <laughs> three-year-old granddaughter, two-year-old grandson. That's right. Um... So yeah, I was I was thinking there are a lot of different ways to grandparent. So, you know, if you think about when we were kids, the typical was grandma and grandpa lived somewhere nearby or right. you know, in my case, I only had two grandmas and they lived an hour away. So yeah. I, I didn't even really get to know them that well. Right. Um but I think typically you know, your grandparents were a little bit removed from you, at least here in the United States. It's more that way. Right. We like same thing for me growing up. My uh, on my dad's side, my grandma and grandpa lived in Arizona. We rarely saw them. I don't know. Right. You know sometimes we went year, a few years without seeing them, and we knew about them. And then my grandparents on my mom's side were closer to us. We would always see them at you know, the holidays or some other times and stuff like that. But that was, I mean. They, they, weren't, they weren't part of your everyday life, no, typically. No, yeah. we went and visited them. So I realize that every situation is different. but um, So we might typically have grandparents like that. You right. might have grandparents that live close by right. that um, you watch your grandchildren. You get to see them or you get to go to their ball games or whatever. Very involved in their lives. Yeah, so you've got that or you've got grandparents that... Um, are actually on some level raising their grandchildren, either because something's happened with their children. And, you know, there are a lot of situations these days where there are drug issues or, you know, just parenting issues where the grandparents have been given custody of the kids. So there's a whole conglomeration of of different situations. Oh, you're not done more? Yeah, I'm not done yet. Because I also think of... The grandparents that have allowed their children and grandchildren to move in the house with them. Okay, right. So you got three generations. We've got a couple doors down from us. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, where that's going on. Yeah. So multiple generations in one home. Yeah. You also might have the situation where they're estranged. You know, grandma and grandpa are estranged from... Their right, children. Right, right. We know people like that too. That's true. I'm thinking of a family that has four kids, and three, the three of them are still in relationship with mom and dad, yep. but one is not. Exactly. And they still have not seen, I think, one of the grandchildren. Right. So there are so many different aspects of grandparenting. So I'm, I'm I don't know which one do you want. To, <laughs> well, <laughs> which one do you want to cover? Because I mean, we can kind of. Uh, Scope over all of them. Obviously, if you're the grandparent that's actually raising your grandchildren, your parents you're in of, charge. Yeah, your you're, parents of adult children, and you're raising your grandkids. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we're typical grandparents, let's let's talk about that. This middle of the road where we would have the most people. Yeah, um, you live somewhere close, or you're in touch. I mean, we see our grandchildren when we fly out to California. Which we're doing in a couple of weeks. Um, we also see them on FaceTime probably weekly. Yes. Um, so but there's we, not, there's we not, don't have a lot of hands-on no, right. opportunity right, with no, them. Right. Um, but when we get them, it's really, really fun. But I think more, so 
where I want to go with that yeah, yeah, yeah. is typically we as grandparents, it's the same thing as, as the shut your mouth and leave the welcome mat out. <laughs> Keep your mouth closed Keep and the welcome mat out. shut, yeah. So whatever. now we're, we're, we're grandma and grandpa. We're grandma and grandpa. And it's like, hey, you know what? If you haven't been asked, be quiet. It's, they aren't your children to raise. Right. Um, you may see something that you think is that your children are raising them the wrong way or they're going to be sorry that or they're, they're being allowed this. to do something. Maybe they're, uh, they're, they're using video games or have too many screens and what you would do and yeah. things like that, that all of a sudden you can feel that tension inside going, I really don't want this going on. And right. now you're creating an issue right. with grandchild and right. adult child goes, what you doing? Right. And so you're kind of, we have to learn to keep our mouth quiet. Then there's the issue of maybe you have older grandchildren who um, like maybe talking... you're connected with them on social media. Okay. So when you say older, like we're middle school, high school? Whoever is old enough to have okay. social media. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, it seems like, you know, when you reach yeah. kindergarten, you've got a cell phone and your social media active. And as grandparents who, I mean, this is coming from me, my opinion, I wish that no kids had social media. I mean, right. more and more and more studies are yeah. coming out about how detrimental it is we actually know a family uh that are neighbors of our oldest child who are paying their teenagers five thousand dollars uh when they graduate high school if they stay off social media yeah and i'm like i thought that was and those kids are like yeehaw and they're actually doing it because they're like they look and see what's going on and going yeah you know what i see how my friends are always walking around checking their phone what are my friends doing i've got to go do that i've got fomo going on and yeah and grandparents are not fomo is that's fear of missing out right um yeah so yeah i mean so yeah in my opinion i wish more and more that uh, and i know for parents it can be difficult watching your children be left out because they don't have something their friends do right um so anyway all that to say it's we need to learn to be quiet then there are some extreme situations and i'm not even sure how extreme they are anymore but i can think back when we lived in oregon i worked for a short period of time at nordstrom Mm -hmm. in the children's section Mm -hmm. and i remember having a couple of different grandmothers come in shopping for their grandchildren and telling me how their children were raising them without sexual preference Hmm. like they weren't a boy or a girl they were letting their children kind of choose on some level now that was like six or seven years ago Uh, yeah and that is the pacific northwest yeah it was more like seven years ago but it's more and more common it's more and more common it's more and more common that kid that kids are being raised non-binary and without a sex so these parents these grandparents were I just remember like tears in their eyes yeah. of feeling like I want to buy my granddaughter really cute clothes and yeah. I can't. Right. Um, and it was, she had to kind of keep that rule yeah. with her child. Right. The parent of this grandchild. Right. Um, one of the grandparents said that they were allowed to have a chest of dress clothes, any kind of clothes in a, that a child could dress up with. And so she had filled that kind of chest with all different kinds of clothes for that child to dress up. The mom in. did. The the grandma. The grandma did. Yeah. So when the grandchild came to her house, she was allowed to play and do whatever. 
the a funny thing was in this particular case was that grandchild always chose the girl dresses. Interesting. And always chose the girl things. So, you know, but again, that that grandparent was put in this position of, gosh, I want to do this. I've dreamed of this, of right. buying clothes for my grandchildren. Right. And now my child is telling me that I can't because they're going to raise them this way. Right. And that makes it difficult. And I can imagine what that feels like, you know, as uh, our generation, the baby boomer generation and you're, you're you know. We're popping juju to our grandkids. Um, we don't have that issue going on, nor do I uh, suspect that we will. Um, but I, that puts you in a tough spot. Now, that's on that subject, but we're talking, what, what if you're a grandparent and or grandma, mostly, and your daughter, they got full-time jobs, and now they need you to do some type of uh, child care? Yeah. Now, I would think for infants and younger children, you're not really going to bump into a lot of stuff other than schedules and naps and right. food and stuff like that. As they get older and they've got activities or other things, and now you're managing those little personalities and you right. know school stuff and homework and like we talked about social mm-hmm. media and whatever, then it becomes a little bit different. And what do you do? Yeah, I would say in that case, you need to have an understanding with your child, the parent of your grandchild. Right, your adult child. Your adult child, yes. You need to have an understanding with them of the fact that your child care and um, kind of gain some parameters of, I mean, maybe you have a child who's an atheist who's saying, I don't want my children exposed to Christianity or something like that. Right. Um, I would say it would be worth it to have a conversation with your adult child to say, hey, if I'm going to be doing your free child care, I'm going to live my life the way I live it in my house. Right. And so I just want you to know that, yeah, I might put on a video of Veggie Tales or yep. a Christian video of some sort. Right. Or I might pray with your child before we eat lunch. Right. Or I might um, read them a Bible story, whatever it is. You just want to make sure that there's a mutual understanding. You don't want there to ever appear like you're hiding something right that's the problem if you're trying to hide something it's not going to go well so what i what i hear is um as you get ready to make that agreement and whatever and then i've got another question afterwards you are just establishing some boundaries hey this is this is my house is i'm gonna i want to be true to who i am and who i am as grandma or grandpa Yep. And and you're not you're not threatening them in a way. You're just having a conversation. Right. Hey, this is what I desire. Um, it would be the same thing if my adult child came and lived in my house. You're right. still here. You're still welcome here. But you know we still have you know certain uh, house rules. Yeah. And things like that. So it would be the same thing. This is my home. I'm a believer. I'm going to put Veggie Tales on. I'm going to pray with them. We'll say we'll pray before we eat our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Whatever things like that. And just have that adult conversation. Yeah. Adult partner yes. to adult child. Yes, right. absolutely. I think that that's just important. Also, you know, if you want to be the grandparent that they um, use and that they, you know, appreciate, right. keep their rules as much as you can. Right, because, yeah. So if they have a schedule for a feeding schedule, right. stick to and it. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to kill you to stick to and it. And I think you have to think about, do I really want to die on this hill? 
Yeah. Do I really, is this really the most important thing? I mean, after all, you're going to get your grandchild for however many days or hours. You're going to be able to love on them. Mm-hmm. You've got relationship with your adult child and, and in-law child. So mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're grateful and thankful and you're providing a, a service to them. They have to pay probably hundreds of dollars a week. Yes. So you got to sit there and go, do I really want to die on this hill that by golly, you know, I have to read the Bible to them and they say, no, we would prefer that you not. You might want to sit there and go, you know what, I'm just going to pray about this more Mm -hmm. behind the scenes and let the Father work on their hearts Mm -hmm. and just keep loving them. Yeah. Keeping your mouth closed and the welcome mat out. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's important, though, like you said, staying true to who you are. Right. You don't want to change who you are because your child is different, if, if that makes sense. So, you know, again, having a mature well thought out conversation that is partner, partner right. to parent or partner parent to partner, whatever right. you want to call it. Right. Um, so yeah, just have that mature conversation. Yeah. Um, I also would like to bring up just the idea within that of you know I I started talking about um, social media. Right. Like if you have grandchildren that are older. My advice for any grandparent, if they have grandchildren on social media, is don't converse with them on social media. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, we're, we're laughing because we just recently had Father's Day. By the time this podcast recorded, it's a few weeks later. But um, my parents mm-hmm. uh, are, can go on social media um, and sometimes things can get yeah, things have gone awry before because of it right. over in years past. Yes. Um, so just be mindful of that. It's not a place to question your grandchild's choices. No. It's not a place to preach to them. No. You know what? If you want to like something, like press it. that little thumbs up button. And they go, see that grandma and grandpa liked it, and that's, that is golden. That's, that's all that that's matters. That's all you need to do. That's all that matters. No comments. Your job is to allow the parents to raise them. Right. Um, if they're underage, if they're over the age, if your grandchildren are over the age of 18, gosh darn, be quiet. There right. is there is nothing that you can say other no. than I love you, I'm here for right. you, spoil them as need be, whatever it is. No, because on social media, embarrassment in front of the whole world and yeah. their friends equals fracturing of relationship yes so red i mean we're talking red x red flags don't do it (laughs) be very very careful yeah um so that yeah that i just want to make sure that i said that about social media things because it's it, it, it i mean you use the right word it can be very fracturing and then, then the grandchildren really don't want much to do with you right. because they no longer trust you. Right. And then you, you're wondering why, why are we not getting together for birthdays or holidays, whether even it's 4th of July or whatever. It's like, well, you know what? i, I got to be around grandma and grandpa, but they embarrass me. That's yeah. the one thing you don't want to be. You don't want to be an embarrassment to your, your no. grandchildren and stuff. No. So that's where we go back to keep the welcome mat out, even to the grandkids, and yeah. your mouth shut. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it goes another layer down, another generation. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest help that you can be if you see your grandchildren going astray or doing something that you're questioning, just get on your knees and pray for them. Just be the wind beneath their wings. Um, 
be there for them. There's a story in Jim Burns' book where he talks about, gosh, it's been too long since I read it, but um, <laughs> it, where he talks about a woman that just allowed people to come into her home. And it didn't matter who they were, what they were. She didn't ask questions. And she just loved on those people. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're desiring. Yeah. You're wanting your your home to be a place they want to come. Right. That it can be a safe haven. Right. That it can be a safe place to be who they are. Right. Um, even if you don't agree with right. what they're doing. Well, this. and that reminds me too of, uh, in fact, I, I had this idea. It goes back to our, our podcast a little while ago. We interviewed Jamie Lynn, one of her professors at Multnomah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Brad Harper and his son wrote a book, Space at the Table. Yeah. And Brad uh, had a gay son. It's still, I mean, he still has a gay son. Um, and hopefully we can interview him. I'd like to have him on the on the podcast soon. But um, loved the way he did. He Same thing. Welcoming to all of Drew's friends. Got to know them. Loved them. Never once was bringing up Bible verses or telling them that you know, their lifestyle was wrong or things like that. And when he built that friendship and relationship, guess what happened? They started asking him questions about Jesus. Yeah. And that's when he could talk about it, um, not in a condemning way, mm-hmm. but just say, hey, here's what Jesus did. And now you've got relationship. You've got someone who trusts you. You're yeah. a safe person. Yeah. Because that's the first layer. Even as grandma and grandpa, are you a safe person that I can talk to? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be a typical grandparent where it's like, you're so old-fashioned, you can't relate, and you embarrass me on social media. You right. don't want to be that grandparent. And you preach to me. And you preach to me. All you do is, is do Bible verses. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be real. You want to be authentic. You want to, again, it goes back to parenting your own, or partnering your own adult children. Be a good listener. Yeah. Validate. Ask good questions. Yeah. You don't have to agree with things. Um, I was going to ask you a question about, okay, you're... A grandparent, grandma, and your daughter is working full time, mm-hmm. and she needs you all day for childcare. Mm. Um, uh, that may be a good thing. We've obviously talked about how you set up some boundaries, things like that. But now you got some things that you want to do in your schedule, and and you need some days off. Yeah. Or you want to go on vacation and travel with grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that's a hard one. First of all, I would say. It's a privilege to be able to help take care of, raise your grandchildren. Right. I would call that a privilege for sure. Now, when it gets so taxing for you that you feel like you have to be there at the beck and call all the time or that you can't live your own life on some level. And you could be taken for granted too. That you could be taken for granted. Again, before you agree to this in the first place. Yes. You should probably sit down and have some parameters. Right. You should probably be able to say, okay, this is great, but you need to make sure that you have someone else that you can call or you as can stay home as a backup if I'm sick, if grandpa's right. sick or, you know, something's happening or, you know, these are, these are the times when we plan to travel. So make sure you have someone for that. Right. Um, Good communication is what I hear. Yeah. And if I'm going to be watching them five days a week. Or four days a week, regularly. I'm probably not going to want to watch them on the weekend too. So make sure that you know you get a babysitter you, when you're going out to dinner. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's not that you you aren't the person raising the child. Right, right. And you just you know, it's it, it's based on what you are available to do and what you want to do. But just communicate all that stuff up front. Right. I mean, there are spur of the moment things. Maybe your your son or daughter, uh, they need some time away and they just need to go out to dinner and it's a last minute thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you, give them grace, choose to do it. Don't be, eh, nope, I only watch during the day, I can't do it. So, I mean, just, you know. 
yeah, decide I just, what you I, need to do best. Just my, my point is, though, that you've got to guard yourself to some degree. Correct. It's easy for us, Boundaries. especially for us as women. I think women are more this way. We're so self-sacrificing. Yes. That You just keep saying yes. You just keep going and going, going and, and going. going. And, and Grandpa's like going, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah, and maybe Grandpa wants some attention. Um. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa does want some attention, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so um, anyway, all that to say, you need to know your limitations. You need to have these conversations ahead of time. If you're already in that situation, go ahead and broach the subject and say to your child, hey... I need us to kind of reevaluate this situation. Yeah, yeah. I need us to t- kind of talk about this because I'm feeling burned out yeah. or um, I'm feeling like frustrated deep... because I feel like I'm spending more hours with the kids than you do. It's like when or... you're dating, you have a DTR moment, defining the yes, relationship. Exactly. Can I take a pause here. Can we revisit this? Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, all of those things are important. Um have we covered all the different grandparents? Well, there's I mean, all those other categories that you gave that just makes it tough because yeah. there are so many of them. I think yeah. the main highway that we wanted to focus on on this podcast was just, um, hey, be aware of uh, the time you're spending and and you know not coming across as controlling and and things like that while they're in your while you're watching your grandkids. And I think yeah. we've covered all that. There's all those other nuanced categories. Yeah that we may have listeners out there. And you know what we would ask you to do is email us uh, and say, hey, we're in this situation and here's what's going on. And you email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com and we'll get back right to, right back to you and stuff. So we are also loving the fact that you guys are sharing this podcast on Facebook. So thank you for doing that. Um, we are interacting with uh, listeners all the time. So if you go to Parent Pivot Podcast at Facebook, like us there, share us. Um, and just broaden the audience and we'd be able to happy to answer any questions and, and doing that. So anything else that we've missed? I just wanted to cover one more thing. Yes. One I more feel, thing. Yeah. I mean, we kind of glazed over it, but it is more and more common that kids with their children are moving into the home mm-hmm. with their parents, yeah. with their grandparents because costs are just yes. so prohibitive. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to see your family homeless. Yeah, there's that. There's divorce that happens, and then somebody needs to move in. So there are so many aspects yes. to that. But yes. again, I would breaks. encourage having boundary conversations before they move in. And even maybe time limits if they have, if they need to wait to sell a house. I don't know. It's like, hey, yeah. let's go six months and see what happens, or right. a year. Right, Um And then remember, again, like... You don't want that relation to be con- relationship to be contentious, right? But it is your home, and so it is important that you feel comfortable and that you convey that to your child yes. in a good yes. way. So my adult child who needs to move in, I'm saying, yeah, great. You've got the basement. Right. That's great. You right. guys can stay there. I'm happy to be here when you need to go to work, and you know your kids are coming home from school. I'm here whatever those situations are. But again, things need to be spelled out. Um, and then if thing, if you're already in this situation and it's not going great or the mm-hmm. way you want it to, mm-hmm. again, broach that subject. Say, hey, can we ha- sit down and kind of have a powwow about yeah. just yeah. the way things are going? I kind of feel like I need to tweak some things and have a conversation about this right. or that or the other thing. Um, right. 
you know, I've seen the grandchildren roaming the streets and I don't like that. You know, you need to, you need to, whatever it is. We, we had a, the, the house you're talking about, we had the little yeah. granddaughter was on her little one wheel out here and you were sitting in the porch and she went over to the mailbox and opened it up and took our mail and was looking through it. And yeah, it's kind of like, um, sweetheart, I can't really do that. <laughs> exactly. So there might be a situation like that. That's what made me think about that. Got it. Um, so anyway, have those conversations. Just they shouldn't be had in anger no. or impulsivity. No, not not in the moment when it happens. You want to no. revisit that. You want to visit that at least probably twenty four hours later. Yes. Or yes. or or certain uh, things that you're seeing consistently. Hey, yeah. I've been seeing this over this this this. Because if it's just one issue and you react, now you're fracturing relationship, yeah. and you want to be right rather being in a relationship. If it happens two, three, four times. And then even after the last time, I'd say, wait a few days, wait a week, and saying, hey, these things keep coming up. Can we talk about them? Yeah. Here's our... And, you know, I want to go back to that whole idea that we've said so many times about just validating. Validate, validate, validate. So to validate your adult child who's yes. a parent yes. is, is to say, hey, I know you're the parent. Yep. And these are your kids. Yep. And you want to raise them the way that you want to raise them. Yep, and yep, and yep. that's fine. But as long as you're living in my home, this is kind of important to me. Yeah. This is an important thing for me. So I'm asking you to mutually respect right. what I have to say. Right. You right. know? So again, yeah, you know, having a good adult conversation. And you want to deliver the communication in a way that you're not shaming them or telling them they're a bad mom or a bad dad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's our experience and we, maybe we don't have all the, inf- again, it goes back to, I might have all the information about what's going on. Maybe they were told by mom and dad something that you weren't aware of. Mm-hmm. So the child's actually behaving according to what mom and dad said, but grandma and grandpa didn't know. Yeah. And now we're like getting our yeah. feelings in a wad and uh, trying to come out. So just be sensitive to the fact that there might be more information that you don't know about. Right. Uh, and you just want to approach it tenderly and with a humble heart, curiosity. with a generous heart, curiosity, ask questions and validate. Yeah. Okay, one more thing. One more. You just said that a little while ago. I know. Well, I, keep rem- I keep thinking of these different scenarios of people I've had conversations okay. with. Okay. What's one more thing? So if you're a grandparent who is blessed enough to live close by, okay. but you're also the grandparent who never goes to games never shows up to things that your adult child invites you to go to for that's their child say Mm -hmm. it's a play Mm -hmm. or a musical thing or whatever um you never watch your grandchildren you know what there are issues there too yeah um that's super duper hurtful yeah i have talked to so many um parents who have been hurt by their parents, by their lack of involvement. So they're, here's the grand, I'm thinking, grandparents are like, hey, my kids are off and married, they raise their own kids, even though we live in the same city, I've got my life, you got yours, I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah, and Yikes. they, and then, you know, I can think of one person in particular that this was kind of the norm, and then her mom got old enough, <clears throat> excuse me, that her mom was suddenly saying, why don't my grandkids ever call me or anything? And it's like, well, for years when it started out, well, you, you haven't, you haven't built any yeah, relationship. Yeah, right. You don't show up. You yeah. haven't been interested in them. Yeah. When you're around them, you don't ask them yeah. questions. If you're not intentional in those early years, yeah. don't expect that you're going to have a relationship later. Yeah. 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 So if you're that grandparent, gosh, look in the mirror, figure that out. 
get there and support your grandchildren and have a relationship with them. And we're not saying you have to go to every single game, no. but make an effort to be intentional and to be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, you know, it's actually kind of surprising to me because I'm the opposite. Like, right. it hurts my heart that I'm so far away from my grandchildren. Um, so I have a really hard time understanding Right, we would that. be at every t-ball game if we could. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, when I hear that, my, my tendency is to think that if you're this grandparent, there's a selfishness problem. There is a... Uh, an inability to be self-aware. I'm sorry, I'm really calling you out if you are this grandparent. Um, But you need to look in the mirror because you will not have relationship with your children or grandchildren into your later years. And we also want to be sensitive that there might be some physical limitations or some other things that could play into that. I don't know, but I I hear what you're saying. Yeah. The people that I'm thinking of, that's not the issue. I hear your heart. Yeah. You're just talking about folks who are just flat out like, "Eh, I'm not... I can't imagine they're they close. They just don't want to. Well, I can't imagine they're that close to their adult children if they don't care to be around when their grandchildren are yeah. at events. So that's yeah, that's that's hard. And we're here we're here to encourage obviously pivoting from parent to partner. Yeah. And we're encouraging families being together, we're encouraging grandparents being together, and we're just saying, Hey, as you go through life and you're navigating these things, we wanna be here to help. And again, you get a hold of us. You have one more. You don't have any more things, right? No, I think I'm good. Okay. All right. Get a hold of us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on the Parent Pivot Podcast. See you later.